This is Lightning, and you're listening to Final Fantasy Union. Meow, meow, choke a chow. There, I said it. Hi everyone and welcome to another special edition of the Final Fantasy Union podcast. I'm your host Daryl and I'm here with Lauren. Hi guys. And we're here with Ali Hillis. Hey guys. <laughs> welcome back Ali, we've missed you. Thanks so much, I've missed you guys too. <laughs> so if you don't know, Ali is the voice of Lightning from Final Fantasy 13 and if you, if you don't know, it's kind of embarrassing really. really. Yeah, yeah. Don't yeah. know. But you know, she's also taken part in many other gaming and anime projects throughout her career, as well as being involved in plenty of that other stuff that actors do, like acting or something. Yeah, like... yeah. <laughs> yeah. A little TV and film. But just as an interlude, though, I'd like to remind everyone that Final Fantasy Union is part of a podcast series called Final Fantasy and Kingdom Hearts Union, and it's presented by the Gaming Union Network and TweaksMusic.com. It comes out on the iTunes store, FinalFantasyUnion.com, and GamingUnion.net. Wow, that's a And I'd also like... That is a mouthful. <laughs> yeah, I've, been, I've done a it a many times, many, many times. <laughs> you could do my job. That's pretty good. <laughs> I'd also like to thank Erin and the Nova Crystallis community for partnering with us on this interview. So thanks to everyone from both communities for asking so many questions. Yeah, we did get a lot. We had so many. It's like 100 plus. Really? Yeah, something like that. Yeah. Oh, wow. So we had to just, we really had to cut down a lot on, um, you know, we're sorry that not, not everybody could be featured, but like... Yeah, there were just so many that we it, we would be here for hours, <laughs> literally. And Ali's time is very precious. I yes. know, we, we might have to do a part two. Oh no. <laughs> yeah. Sounds like it. Well, anyway, before we dive into everyone else's questions, I think we just start with a nice easy one. Like, what's what's life been like for Ali Hillis since we last spoke? Uh, <laughs> oh, what's life been like? Well, uh, living in Los Angeles, the weather's been great, so that makes me happy. Um <laughs> Uh, life's been good. A lot of work, a lot of new gaming projects. Um, shot a fun film this summer called The Road Within with uh, Dev Patel and Kara Sedgwick and Robert Patrick, who a lot of you might know. Um, yeah. <laughs> yeah, and uh, Rob Sheehan, who I know is uh, popular over there. I believe he was on a TV show called The Misfits. Mm, I've heard of that. Yeah, it's a good one. I like it. Um, that's yeah, a good really superhero, good. you know, kind of discovering my powers show. <laughs> I really liked it. I actually was watching it before I got to work with him, and he's he's really funny. But he's the lead in this in this movie. It's actually a remake of uh, a German film that won a lot of awards. Um, it was directed by my friend Gren Wells here in the States who rewrote it. But, uh, yeah, so that was a lot of fun this summer. And I had a movie out in theaters in August called The Ultimate Life. It was a sort of a sequel to a movie I did several years ago um, with Brian Dennehy and James Garner and some some other good good name actors. But been, been a little busy in film. Uh, haven't done as much TV this year. Um, but more more games to come for sure. I wish I could talk about them all. But uh, <laughs> I did do, actually, there's something I've been told, wouldn't you know it, 
I've been told I can actually talk about, and I've been encouraged to talk about. Shock. Yeah, <gasps> shocker. Because of, of all the games that I can't talk about, um, I think some of you probably know that I play. Uh, I'm. There have been many, many, many over the years, but uh, right now I'm voicing Black Cat in Spider-Man, uh, Ooh, the Amazing Spider-Man. Sweet. Yes, and uh, there. Now I'm hoping it's going to travel the world, but for right now it's sort of a new concept. So they're going to be traveling the states, uh, but there's a, a live. They're doing a live action show marvel it's called i think it's going to be called marvel live and so they're putting together um this live show that'll be in arenas all over i know the states and if it goes well they'll probably take it to travel but it might be a little more complicated it's mostly a stunt show so it's a live action uh show with all of our marvel superheroes uh you know being set on fire and flipping cars and, and uh, fight scenes and, and motorcycle stunts and all this stuff right there before your eyes. And, and uh, of course, all of the voices are really our voices, but the, the uh, mm. actors and stunt people will be out there mouthing the words. And uh, <laughs> it was really fun. It's, it was really, really fun to voice that because it's just different when you you can actually see what the stunts are as they're as they're doing them and and voice it sort of like being able to watch mocap which we don't always get to do so anyway those are some fun projects <laughs> very busy yeah definitely yeah i try and rescuing dogs i'm always rescuing dogs we fostered and rescued uh six dogs last year i think found wow. them all really good homes so that's that's another that's my passion I love that. Some of them may want to take part in the show. Uh, Yeah, Yeah. right? I know. They may take part in the show sooner or later. We'll see if the mailman shows up and then you'll hear them. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Well, the next question uh, is from Ultra Mega from Nova Crystallis, who asks, if you weren't cast as Lightning, which other character from Final Fantasy XIII would you have been interested in voicing? Saz. <laughs> Don't we all? I know, right? I'm not sure I would have fit the character mold, but um, but he's got the funniest lines. I just I I thought that Reno did such a good job with that role, and so funny. The timing's good. The writing's fun. One of these days, I'm gonna get a I'm gonna get a character in a game that's got a really good dry dry wit, dry sense of humor, because that's more me in real life. But that's a really good question. I was going to say the chocobo, because then the lines are much easier. But (laughs) (laughs) But I think I would have liked to have played Saz if I could have fit the mold. But hey, it's voiceover, so, you know, it's magic behind the mic. You never know. Exactly. Anything's possible. Anything's possible. Well, as a kind of related question, Nerdstrap from Tumblr asks, if you could have lightning appear in any other game, which do you think would suit her? Ooh... That's a good question. You know what? I voiced uh, I voiced Sophia in um, Gears of War. I think we need to take Lightning there. I think she and her Gunblade could take everybody out. <laughs> That'd be awesome. <laughs> For way smarter, you know, she's she's got a lot more to say than incoming. Get down, get down. <laughs> Yeah. I, I think I'd take her to Gears and see how she did. <laughs> Not personally, I think she'd kick ass, but 
Yeah. Oh, I definitely think she would. I'm not sure she'd fit into the world, but, you know, she's... Yeah. <laughs> she might have to take a few steroids. Yeah, she might have to take a few roids. And, well, at least she's much more stylish, that's for sure. Yes, they might, true. They might, Baird might make fun of her pink hair a little bit, but... Uh, she'd whip him into shape I'm anyway. I'm telling you, she could take him out. Yeah, definitely. No fear. No fear. This next one is from Torchwood4SP on Final Fantasy Union, um, who asks, You provided the voiceover for Inside the Square. What was that experience like? Oh, that was really cool, actually. Um, it was it was really fun to be in on the ground floor of that project because yeah. there's a really nice guy named Amritz that was responsible for putting a lot of that together. And it was it was a really complicated project um you know getting the camera crew together and and traveling and there was a time there was a moment when i was going to be going to japan and actually touring touring through uh those whole square enix uh, <laughs> establishment and and that Mecca. Was, yeah, <laughs> I, was, I was like i don't even know the disneyland that is um that is square enix but um i really was excited to go over uh, we we're hoping to be able to do that, but you know, we were working within budget, budget parameters yeah. and that, that's not always easy. And also getting me to travel, uh, during the beginning of the year is always tough cause it's kind of the busiest time for me with on camera yeah. work. But, um, it was an honor to voice that it really was. And I learned just like you guys did. I, I learned so much because, just being able to see what's going on behind the scenes. Now, I, I have a friend that works at Bungie. I have friends that work at Blizzard. You know, I've, I've worked for all these different companies and gotten tours. Um, and it just it always amazes me how many people, uh, uh, the, the amount of, of jobs and careers that are available in gaming is just staggering. The number of people. I mean, you know, <laughs> we actors put in, or four hours a day, you know, four hour sessions, that's our maximum per day, which a lot of times is, is exhausting, especially if you've done battle cries and, and fight for four hours straight. But, um, the amount of hours that some of these artists put in, you know, 15 hour days, 20 hour days, they stopped counting the hours in the day. Family, what's that? (laughs) Exactly. Family, friends, I don't know. Um, the, just, all of the work that goes into it, it was really cool to to be able to see it over there, over there, because you know we don't all all get the chance to to travel to Japan or or where any of these gaming companies are. So I really think it was cool that they let us in to the behind the scenes and and that we got to watch the passion and the the artistry that goes into each one of these characters and each one of these scenes. I always I always joke that that someday I just want to meet Sky Guy. Because the skies are so beautiful. <laughs> look into some of these. If you stop and pause and look into some of these scenes in Final Fantasy, in the Final Fantasy worlds, the sky guy, man, he's talented. Just looking at the depth of the sky and the different colors, and I like how how is a sky so complicated? But you know, there's a sky guy, and he works on the sky, and it just it it blows my mind. So it was really cool to get to voice that because I got to watch it for the first time. I got to see it first. Um, I got to watch it for the first time as I was voicing it, and I was I was stunned as I went. I thought it was brilliant that they didn't show it to me till I was actually voicing it. Well, I think everyone's enjoyed listening to it and, and watching it. Yeah, it's been a cool experience. I'm really glad they did that. 
So this next question is from Blade from Nova Crystallis, and they ask, it's a bit of going into your psyche now, what do you think Lightning's biggest flaw is? Biggest floor? Flaw. Oh, flaw, sorry. Sorry. <laughs> His English is hey, not very hey, good. <laughs> leave, the, leave the accent out of this. Uh, uh, no, sorry. I make fun of you. <laughs> it's okay, Daryl. Uh, it's okay. Uh, her biggest flaw. Mm. You know, I mean, acting the game and playing the game are two different things. Um, my dog Bella says hello. If you can, hear, <laughs> you can hear her. She's my foster dog. It's like right lightning now. doesn't have any flaws. I know lightning no. has no flaws. Don't don't ask that kind of question. Who are you? Um, no. Uh, yeah. Uh, Playing the game and voicing the game are two very different things, I think, you know, because the way that I come come to her character might be different than you guys out there who are playing it. Um, for me, I feel like her biggest flaw or the thing that I work to get through in each scene or that I use as sort of my... Um, challenge in in every scene is that she she can't she has a hard time connecting to to other people you know she's she's her own entity and she she doesn't trust and um i remind myself that sometimes in each scene you know that she doesn't get too close to anyone so uh that that as an actor, that's her biggest character flaw for me, and and the thing that I use the most for for conflict is just reminding myself all the time that because of what she's been through, she she just yeah. doesn't trust and she can't get close to anyone. But as far as gameplay goes, I don't know. I would I would love to hear. <laughs> <laughs> okay, well, this next question is from T R X D from Final Fantasy Union. It's a little bit of a serious one. Um, so they asked, you've been involved with many high-profile high plot-based games such as Final Fantasy and Mass Effect. What's your perspective on the gaming narrative structure? Do you, do you feel there are any advantages or disadvantages to the way that they tell stories in this kind of medium? I think so. Um, I always say when when people ask me who, who don't play games at all and who really don't understand the gaming community or, or why I love it so much... Um, I tend to explain games as as the pick your ending books that we used to read as kids. Yeah. Um, because we have more control, and sometimes I describe it as as it's like watching a movie only better because you actually, especially in RPGs, get to control the characters. For you know, a lot of the game, you make choices that directly change the course of the game, which is why. <laughs> You know, we have to record it so many different ways. We might record a line 12 different ways because you guys have 12 different choices to make. Yeah. Um, but, I, you know, as it relates to other mediums, you just become much more involved in, in video games, specifically RPGs, because you become... I mean, you guys know this better than I do, but you you sort of establish relationships with these characters, whereas in a movie you only spend two hours and you're more or less watching you know a story unfold and when you're playing games you're you're participating in it directly yeah. and and the choices you make directly affect the the scene changes and and the the outcome and and the destiny of of each character if that kind of answers the question 
yeah, yeah it definitely I mean, does I, I guess it makes sense because if you think about how popular lightning is as a character and if you compare that to like hollywood films from last year yeah i can't think of like one yeah, there's not... sort of yeah what character from film really sort of carries that clout that lightning does exactly you might walk away from and granted you spend a lot more time with lightning yeah. than you do with you know a character in a film that you watch for two hours but um but yeah i just think it gives you games Games are a true escape. There is an escape in a different way because you immerse yourself in these characters and these stories, and I think that's what creates so much passion, and that's why we have, you know, MCM Expo and Comic-Con and all of this because it's a it's a group of... a huge group of people that that understand that this is an escape, you know? It's a different kind of escape. Can you guys hear those sirens? I think they're coming. Oh, yeah, yeah. They're, they're coming for you. <laughs> There's a helicopter. <laughs> they know. Yeah, they know. Yeah, it's just Los Angeles, people. I live in Los Angeles. <laughs> <laughs> the other night, we I had some friends over, and, um, and it, it was a, a gaming community of friends, uh, a lot of game actors. I, I won't say what characters were here, but there were bad guys and good guys. And at one point, uh -oh. yeah, there was a helicopter that just kept circling over my house. It was on, so it was shining its light all in our yard. And we all were, were, uh, we all were taking bets to what bad guy they were coming to get. <laughs> <laughs> it was pretty funny. It's you get a bunch of superheroes in one room. Um, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> and a bunch of villains. Uh, but anyway, all right. What's the next one? All right. The next question is uh, from Catherine Endicott from Nova Cristalis, who asks, um, "One of the many things I enjoy about Lightning is her deadpan sarcasm, particularly in the first installment of the trilogy. How much of that was scripted? Were you able to improv any of your lines?" Catherine Endicott, do you follow me on Twitter? I feel like I recognize your name. Um, <laughs> whoever wants to, it's at Miss Allie Hillis. Feel free. Uh, yes. can shoot me questions on Twitter too, and I'll answer them. Although in 140 characters, so you're being spoiled here. Um, yeah. uh, let's see. Wait, repeat the question. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> um, how much of your deadpan oh, sarcasm right, yeah. was scripted? Uh, mostly all of it, honestly, mostly all of it. Um, now I get you know, it, especially in the first one, when we were creating the character for the first time, I mean, that might have been part of why they chose my voice. I just auditioned for Lightning, reading maybe four or five lines. That was about it. And I didn't even have a callback. They just called me in and then we started recording the game. So um, not a lot of backstory. We don't get scripts ahead of time. Um, it was... Uh, it was, it was <laughs> when I saw how much dialogue there was, I was a little surprised because I had no idea what I'd stepped into. I had no idea what it looked. Um, so most of it, most of it was all scripted. Um, mm. It was, there's probably, we didn't ever change dialogue, let's just put it that way, except for the addition of the word right that kind of came came from that first game where, you know, a big scary monster would come in and you'd hear lightning just say, right, because 
that sort of became her reaction to things because we, we learned as we were recording the game that she, we decided, you know, I, I also got to hear the, the Japanese version they recorded before me. So I kind of, I got to hear their interpretation, even though I couldn't understand it. Um, yeah. I just got the feel of, of what they were going for. And it, it helped guide us a little bit just to know exactly what Square wanted. But um, yeah. just the, the pure dryness and the fact that there really wasn't um, there wasn't the level of panic and lightning that you could hear in other characters. Um, she kind of always kept her cool, and but I would say script-wise, the words were all mostly all scripted. We just got to add our little twist here and there, and and her, <laughs> some of the lines maybe weren't written sarcastically, but. <laughs> they ended up that way. They ended up. Yeah, maybe it was a little early in the morning for me and I hadn't had my coffee yet, so <laughs> maybe a little of my own sarcasm leaked into her, but I think we sort of became one after a while. Yeah. This next one is from Matteo is that how you Matthew. Say? Matthew. Matthew. Matthew L. Matthew. Matthew L. from Nova Cristalis, who asks, uh, did you ever have to change the tone of Lightning's voice between each installment? Like, due to age or that kind of thing? Definitely not due to age. She gets older. Not due to age, but we did definitely change her tone just out of life experience, really, and, and mm-hmm. I would say becoming more and more jaded and more and more yeah more and more hardened by the harsh reality of what's happening to her in her life and and uh, what's happening around her so Definitely. i think that the tone did change and she got less verbal at times and i mean we definitely you know have seen her harden i think mm-hmm. a little bit but um but as for tone I feel like we kept it kind of the same, although, yeah, as she as she progressed through the games, I, I think that we, we found kind of a deeper place to go and uh, sometimes a lower tone, just out of, out of, um, I don't know, out of, out of her becoming just hardened, more hardened. More realistic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. exactly. And maybe, maybe more pessimistic as well. Yeah. Uh, this next one is from Demo Vammon from uh, Final Fantasy Union, who asks, uh, with the Final Fantasy series having such an amazing musical score, have you ever been tempted to listen to any of the songs from the Final Fantasy thirteen series? Um, I love the music. I think it's brilliant. Again, so many people working so hard to put together the to create the feel and atmosphere of these games. It just blows my mind. And the artistry, especially behind Japanese games, is it's uh, astounding. So, uh, yeah, I've always loved the music. The first, I know in, in 13 we had, what was what was the theme song? Help me out. That was in the trailer. It was so oh, perfect. Oh, um, Blinded by Light. Yes. I just thought it was mm. so perfect. I really, really enjoyed it. <laughs> yeah, there's like so many themes that were just kind of like, Wait, like, which one are you talking about? Which main, one am I talking theme? about? Main <laughs> theme? You're right. There are too many themes. There are too many. Too many themes. But that one, that one is fun, and I love that it carries on throughout like all the rest of the games as well. Mm-hmm. And they work hard. Again, the the artistry that goes into 
mean, creativity that goes into to the Japanese games. You don't you don't hear soundtracks like that on other games. <laughs> yeah, they're very they're very different. Like that that kind of thing. You know, the the Japanese games, especially like the older Final Fantasy, have that real exactly. feel to them. Well, I know that that here I I'm sure they traveled the world, but I know in the states I kept getting tweets from people all over the country saying I'm going to hear you know the the local orchestra do the themes from Final Fantasy and it just amazes me they did it here at, at the Hollywood Bowl I didn't get to go have you had the chance to go to one of the concerts? no I haven't I would love to I always hear about them after the fact someone call you know yeah tweets me and that's says, always what happened I went to this last night and I'm like really <laughs> those tickets sell out so fast it's it's you're lucky if you get a seat you it's know what you think they'd give me a front row ticket I know <laughs> you'd think I could just call somebody and say you know what I'm lightning yeah can't you just give me a front row seat but, okay if anyone from Square Enix is listening right now <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> next concert <laughs> please <laughs> okay, so this next question is from John Muller, 1991, from Twitter, and they asked, what are your feelings on saying goodbye to the character you've portrayed for so long? Oh, uh, that's it. That's the feeling. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's pretty much the feeling. I take pause. Um, the last day that we recorded, I had to do a few pickup lines. We needed to re-record a few things. And I walked in, and the director couldn't be there that day. He was actually, I think he was over Skype. Um, so we just recorded like three or four lines, and that was it. And nobody was there. The whole It was a huge recording studio that we recorded in. Uh, and after we were finished, I just walked out of the booth, and there was the engineer who was pressing the buttons, and it was just kind of he and I and one of the assistants, and... <laughs> We just all looked at each other and said, well, all right then. Aww. And it was so quiet and anticlimactic, the finish. It kind of yeah. made me sad. I just kind of came home by myself and sat down and thought, wow, that's, I mean, that might be it. Uh, who knows? I mean, you never know. No. There might be a fight game and they'll bring lightning back. or But it will never be like recording, you know, the games. So, yeah, yeah it's really... Uh, it, it it definitely gives me pause. I do fall in love with these characters, and uh, especially when you record. I mean, I played Lightning for it was probably four years. I'd have to look back and see when my very first session was for Final Fantasy XIII. But well, the game came out in two thousand nine, so it was so two thousand eight would have so, been yeah, when I was recording. Wow. Aww. Yeah. But I have a I have a shrine to her. My friends always ask. They walk into my house, and I I don't really have a lot of my movie posters up. I have them all, but they're all rolled mm -hmm. up in a closet. That's just I don't know the way I am. So yeah. <laughs> unlike a lot of my actor friends, I I don't have any posters up or anything. Uh, I have art on the walls instead. Um, but I think, like I said, the the video games it is art. So when you go back into um, I have kind of a, a a building in in the back of my property, and if you walk in that building, it, we call it the cave. But if you walk in that building, it's all half of the entire room is lightning. There's a, <laughs> there's a cardboard stand up that a fan lugged all the way to a signing, and I, I thought that she was asking me to sign it for her, and she said, "No, this is for you." I said, "Are you kidding me?" 
She said, no, I want to give this to you. I, I, I got it from a comic book shop down the road and they weren't using it anymore. And I just want, I brought it for you. I was blown away. So it's like, a, you know, it's taller than me. It's this huge stand up lightning and there's all my lightning, uh, the, the sodas that they, yeah. Cans. Yeah. I have the whole collection of cans and then square sent me, uh, they sent me a lot of the, the action figures, although I don't have the new, I don't have the new action figure. I need to get it. Mm. Uh, and then you got the lightning wallpaper, the pillows. Yeah, <laughs> the whole thing. Yeah. But that they have lightning Pocky as well. They do have lightning Pocky, which Pocky, I love me some Pocky. Oh yeah. Um, Pocky is yeah. really good. But, so there's, there's a little shrine to lightning out there, which will probably exist for a while. Oh, this Aww. is a funny story. Not really that funny, but kind of funny. Um, <laughs> I was gone. I was out of town, and I had a friend here staying with my my doggies, all my rescue mm-hmm. doggies, and uh, and my alarm went off for my house. And it, thank goodness it ended up to be a false alarm. But you know, she called the police. They came over. They searched the house with their guns drawn, all dramatic. I'm not home, so I don't even know this is happening. And she called me the next day to tell me. She said they all, you know, they went through the house. They said, okay, it looks like nothing's been tampered with. Everything's fine. And they went outside and they went to the room outside. And she said one of the cops turns to her and said, wait a minute. What, what is that? And he points at lightning. And uh, she said, oh, my friend is the voice of that character. And he was like, lightning lives here? <laughs> Oh my god, that's so awesome! They got into like a half-hour-long conversation in the middle of the night that lightning, lightning lives here. So um, <laughs> it was actually him. He he set off the yeah. alarm. Yeah, exactly. He probably set it off on purpose because he heard lightning <laughs> here and he wanted to check out check out lightning. Oh, that's cute. Though. I know. I thought that was so funny that a cop, you know, policeman in Los Angeles, would be like, "Lightning lives here. Lightning lives here." <laughs> <laughs> Bless. Funny, but yeah, that's it's really sad to let her go. I, I don't think I ever really will. Every character I think I've ever played has a special place in my heart, but but because I, you know, in these games we get so involved, so yeah. much involved than than in a film or TV show. And, uh, well, it's, it's, it's not just the game, is it anymore? No. because you got the no. cons and like all the um, the appearances and all that kind of stuff. Yeah, yeah, I would equate it more to you know the theater when you when you're a cast in a, a theatrical production and you really explore the characters and you end up playing them for, you know, years at a time on these long theatrical runs, it probably would be more comparable to that. How when it's over and, and the lights go down for the last time in the theater and you just kind of look around in the quiet and you hear the echoes. It's kind of how it felt when it was yeah. over. It was sad. Oh. It was sad. Thanks for taking me to that place. Oh, sorry. Oh, you're, you're, you're perfectly welcome. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, we have one more question. One more question, and this is from G Kill Author on Twitter. All right. Who asks? If you had to do it all again, is there anything you would have done differently? No. I don't think so. There you go. Yep. <laughs> I don't think so. Um, because. I just, uh, we just, it was just all so simple, really, you know. I auditioned, we developed, we developed a character, and, and I just did what the director told me. (laughs) And that was that. And that was that. But, um, again, putting a lot of, you know, passion into every, 
every session. But I was going to say, you're kind of, of underselling I, yourself here. Though. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I know, I know. I, that, they just I, kind of shoved a microphone I, in my that, face and yeah. said, talk. And said, talk. Just be her. Be her every time. I think that was my, that was what I was determined to do every day was walk away from and feeling like I, I put as much passion into the game as the fans put into playing the game and appreciating the game. So my drive is, is, is to always stay as true to the character as possible and keep it as real as possible. And I'm hoping that all of you out there enjoy playing it and, uh, that it can take you away just like it takes me away to a whole other world. I'm sure they will. Yeah, and I, I appreciate the fans so much. There's no there's no job for me without without you guys. So so thank you very much for giving me the opportunity to play such a a complicated and intriguing character for so many years. I had a great time. Just wait until you get asked to do Kingdom Hearts. <laughs> I know. I, know. I, I just wonder what's on the horizon. I mean, there have been some interesting ones this year that I can't, of course, disclose at this moment. But they're they're just also different. And I just, I'm just lucky to get to do what I do, you know? Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Well, thanks so much for taking the time to speak to us again. Thank you so much. Thanks uh, for having passion for the game and, and uh, for taking all the fan questions. I'm sure you got bombarded. It's really, we did. It's really cool to be able to reach out and, and through you uh, have a relationship with, with them as well. And, and uh, yeah, I really appreciate it. I know you guys got me into this emotional place now. <laughs> <laughs> I know. I got to go enjoy some of that LA sunshine. Um, yeah. But thanks again. It's always great talking with you guys. No problem. Well, um, for, for everyone else who's listening, um, be sure to check out our interview that we've done with Rachel Robinson, who's the voice of Fang. And uh, coming up, we'll also have interviews with Georgia Van Kylenberg and Liam O'Brien. Oh, some of my best friends. The crew. Oh, yes. Crew. Although when Liam, you know, took on Caius, that was a... Yeah, that's a little, added a little bit of friction issue, yeah. to our real-life friendship. Oh, no. Caius... <laughs> <laughs> and uh, hopefully we'll get to hear more of Lightning in the future. Oh, I hope so. Wouldn't it be nice? Mm-hmm. Definitely. Well, thanks a lot again, Ali. Thank you.